0: Joe Habib, Tuesday night, great night, getting towards the middle of the week, I'm here with my main man, the Beeb, it's Sucker Punch, so we're going to dive into it, man, all right, we're going to kind of get into the nitty gritty of things that we observe on a daily and weekly basis that we love to talk about. Uh, but don't always get to because we're boxing guys and we talk boxing a lot Uh, but guess what there's a lot of stuff going on in the world um, that happens in boxing that is applicable to society at large Uh, things that interest us things that bother us things that oftentimes are used to manipulate us but we're not suckers this sucker punch we're punching back Joe how is it going?
1: it's going brother every day man there's something new something new going on man some type of scandal some type of controversy chris cuomo got suspended man uh crazy shit today
0: absolutely um a lot of people would say that that's kind of long overdue is it related? yeah to- i i
1: because think so
0: i'm faking covid so i'm walking out of my basement uh cuomo Um, while also acting as a consultant to my alleged sexual assault slash abusing brother, um, ex-governor, Mr. Governor Cuomo himself, Andrew Cuomo. But look, uh, we're gonna get into it. I'd like everyone watching to do me a favor. Just hit the link in the chat. Uh, I'd like you to head over because I just started a new channel. People say, I want my ass, I just want you to talk boxing. That's cool. Stay on my boxing channel because I'm starting a new channel called Pro Talk. Pro being short for proletariat, the working man. All right, Pro Talk with Maestro A. Hit that link, hit the subscribe button because I'm going to be doing dual casts, uh, getting the numbers up on that channel. And eventually this channel here, Maestro A Boxing, is going to be strictly devoted to boxing. And I'm going to be shifting all of the other stuff over to Pro Talk. So check out Pro Talk. Hit the link. And, uh, yeah, let's get started. So look, man. Joe, it's interesting to me because when you talk about boxing these days, it's very difficult to talk about boxing without talking about the streets, okay, <laughs> which another word is, is the division that exists between – fighters between promoters uh, between networks and it's interesting to me because in many ways it reflects what's kind of going on in society at large you got the red versus the blue you've got cnn versus fox news you got fox news versus msnbc and in boxing what do we got we got the zone versus top rank and top rank is aligned with espn and ESPN top rank versus the PBC, which is aligned to Showtime and Fox. And a result of that has been a boxing community, a boxing fandom that has been splintered, that sees the world through lenses of, let's just call it what it is, impartiality, bias, and essentially not seeing things for what they are. And this has happened in boxing. It's also happened in the world at large. We're going to go into some topics, uh, some related strictly to boxing, others more, or hot button issues that have come up in the news. But generally, I want your opinion on what's kind of gone on in in, in boxing. I don't remember. Look, maybe it's I'm getting old. I'm pushing 40. Maestro's getting old. I don't remember this from when I was a kid I don't remember anybody giving a fuck who Oscar De La Hoya was signed to or you know who uh, name your fighter I don't even know who who Vernon Forrest was signed to but I mean when I was a kid growing up I I, I was interested in the boxers I, I didn't give a damn about the power brokers behind the boxers but Joe well, g- just give me your thoughts on this please
1: yeah, I mean, I remember growing up, and I'm a lot older than you. I'm, I'm, I'll am I'm, be 52 uh, next week, so I'm getting up there myself. And I don't remember anyone ever uh, tuning into a pay-per-view saying, damn, I can't wait to see Don King. I can't remember anyone ever defending Don King. Everyone used to trash Don King. Now when you criticize a promoter, the promoter got just as many fans as the fighter does, and people are coming to his defense attacking you if you criticize Eddie Hearn for saying something that that you know you don't agree with, or saying something that isn't really true, or him contradicting himself, which he does very often. Not only him, all the all the promoters do. It's part of the job, right? So I've never seen promoters and networks have fans just as much, if not more so, than the fighters themselves. So you know what this all boils down to? It's basically a, a byproduct of our culture. There's a lot of people out there, and I hate to say this, and maybe this may sound like I'm being condescending, but I have to tell the truth because this is just how I see it. This is just how I feel about it. It's a lot of people to to me who are sheep. They just don't have the strength or the mental capacity or mental intestinal fortitude to stand on their own two feet. And they have to belong to a group, right? They always have to subscribe to, to, to some group and they have to spout off that group's talking points, right? And they'll defend that group to the end, right? So it's not even about, like when you talk about politics, it's very comparable to boxing because in in politics, I consider myself an issue voter. I I look for issues that I I feel are very important, and um, I'm I'm, I'm on one side of those issues. But just because a, a, a political party has a stance on a variety of issues doesn't mean that just because I agree with that political party on one issue that I'm going to agree with that political party on all the issues. So it's the same thing in boxing. You have these promoters that will put on good fights and bad fights, but because uh, someone's a fan of that faction, whether it be PBC, golden boy, matrim, they're going to defend every matchup that that promotional entity puts forth. And if I say, "Hey, I don't like that fight," oh, you don't like that fight. What about when Golden Boy put on that fight? So they play the game of what aboutism. Listen, it's not about being uh, on a team. It's not about rooting for a promoter. It's about rooting for the fights, being a fan of the fights and the fighters. So, yeah, like it all boils down to that. Like people need to belong to a group. They need to belong to a faction because they just they they they're too afraid to have their own opinion. And, and and as they say, there's strength in numbers. So these people, you have these factions who are the PBC guys. You have these these guys who are the matrim guys, and you have these guys who are the top rank guys. And they, you know, and they're a group, right? And nobody wants to speak out against the group that they belong to because they don't want to get thrown out of a group. And that's what it all boils down to: the need to belong. Yeah, and uh, shout out
0: to uh, Ring IQ. Anyone who doesn't follow Ring IQ, check out Ring IQ uh, because he did a video a while back where he was just kind of pointing out the contradictions that exist among certain fans. And I'm not just going to pick on PBC fans because this ain't even about the PBC. (laughs) Trust me, I've come across my fair share of top rank sick offense since i've been doing my thing on youtube since about march of this year but i mean the examples you gave to me were very clear um let's look at the negotiations between wilder and at that time anthony joshua remember to believe there was a big negotiation between the two and it turned into the kind of dazone joshua guys versus the wilder pbc guys and you know offers were being sent back and forth fans honestly unless they were in the negotiating rooms unless they were in the zoo meetings unless they were part of the lawyers uh paper back and forth i don't know what evidence they had to go on but it's like word is gospel uh, what my guy says is the truth and then we start with the illogical reasoning so at that time while the fans were like, you know what? Our guy shouldn't have to go across the street. Make him come over onto Showtime. Okay. Make him fight under the PBC banner. Okay. Uh, but then when it comes time to Terrence Crawford, right, and fighting a PBC fighter, eventually, yes, Sean Porter did go over to ESPN, but. The idea was that no, Errol Spence Jr. should never have to go over to fight on uh the the opponent's uh platform. Same thing with Caleb Plant, with Canalo. Uh so it's like they get into this this my team versus your team reality. And it's like we're looking at the world with two totally competing perspectives that don't always align with reality, Joe.
1: Well, here's another thing, too, because a lot of these fighters, they watch these YouTube channels. And usually growing up, when you looked at fans of athletes, case in point, Michael Jordan, I want to be like Mike, right? All the, all the people that, that were Michael Jordan fans want to be like Michael Jordan. But now you have these fighters who are parroting the talking points of these groups on YouTube, Deontay Wilder, case in point, he was sitting there listening to these YouTube channels come up with all these theories about why he lost, and he started parroting their talking points. Errol Spence, same thing. Go, they're going on these YouTube channels and, and basically saying, oh, well, I'm on my side of the street. This guy's on their side of the street. This is basically stuff that not the, the fighters didn't really come up with this. This was stuff that these YouTube channels came up with. So now, instead of the, like the fans, you know, uh, copying the fighters and using the fighter talking points like we used to do in, back in the day, we used to want to emulate the athletes growing up. Now these boxers are emulating these YouTube channels, and you even have Deontay Wilder uh, shouting out the LDBC, like like he's like he's like he joined the LDBC. What the hell yeah. is Deontay Wilder joining the LDBC for? It's crazy. I I, I
0: don't get it. And yes, the Wilder Glovegate situation, you know, led to big time numbers, big time super chats, big time following. Um, and I'm just gonna show an example of of one one um media type, if you want to call him that, who, you know, was one of the channels, of many, by the way, not to just pick on this, brother, but people were consuming content like this. get right to it. People from all over the world started doing videos, showing pictures of his glove, and making accusations about Tyson Fury cheating. So after a bit of time goes on, Deontay Wilder comes out, and Deontay Wilder makes a public statement. The statement that Deontay Wilder made said that he believed, he believed that Tyson Fury cheated him, that gloves are not supposed to act like they were acting in the ring, that his legs were gone, all kind of different things that he said he believed were related to Tyson Fury that Tyson Fury did. Now, so after that, Tyson Fury pulls out of, the rematch, the agreed-to rematch with um, Deontay Wilder. And he gave two reasons for this. So, seems reasonable enough, right? You got that soothing voice. You got that kind of hip-hop, smooth jazz in the background. You know, somebody's tuning in. Yeah, that brother knows what he's talking about, you know. Deontay Wilder was very reasonable in his accusations, and then he proceeds to then just completely slander Dyson
1: Fury. But look... can I ask a question? Oh yeah. I don't mean to cut you off. Um, are gloves living, living things that they behave in a certain? How does a glove behave? I what look. The fuck does that mean? Gloves behave. Gloves aren't supposed to behave that way. What is this like, Chucky? Fucking the the glove. The gloves come alive and they and they start attacking people and shit. Yeah, and I mean, I mean look. I showed him in an what example
0: fuck? Of, of somebody that's a little bit more like reasonable looking, reasonable, reasonable sounding.
1: What a fucking clown, bro.
0: But at the end of the day, the, the outcome is the same. It's like you got people consuming bullshit, you know, on the other side, um, you know, you've got people telling you another side of the story. Um, you got guys like this.
1: Else he had to deal with. This is the thing: when you train hard and you you're you're in you're in tip-top shape, you push yourself every day to exhaustion, and then you teach yourself to recover. Like if you're in tip-top shape, I'm talking like like heavyweight, biggest fight in my life type of shape. I've 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 trained like a Spartan for ten weeks. You push yourself to a point every day, and then your body learns to recover. So in between rounds. After 30 and 45 seconds, you should be able to get off that stool, no matter how hard the previous round was, and go out there and do what you have to do. The suit may have affected him to a degree, but it should not have affected him or had an outcome on the fight, and I just don't think that that's accurate.
2: I want to be very clear about So,
0: again, you've got people watching one thing, people watching another. Um, I mean, consumers of those two separate media narratives, Joe, I mean, is it even possible for them to coexist on the same page in a reasoned discussion, in a reasoned debate?
1: You know, I like to to think that you can have a reasonable discussion with everyone. But when someone is just saying such outlandish things, like, again, I cannot have a debate or a discussion with someone who still thinks the world is flat. I cannot have a debate or discussion who, with someone who believes in unicorns. You know, I can't have a debate or discussion with someone who tells me that gloves gloves can behave and 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 act a certain way. You know, I've taken a glove and I've bent it back in the way that I've been told it's impossible, but it's not impossible. So you can't have a reasonable discussion with unreasonable people. It's one thing disagreeing about something, but if something is just totally farcical, then there's no way to even try to make sense of it because it's just because then, then you're just subscribing to the craziness. You become part of the craziness with these guys. And I don't ever want to be, I mean, I'm crazy enough as it is. I got my own problems. I don't want to make myself more crazy than I already am by trying to entertain these people's uh, theories. So you 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 can't you can't talk to people like like that gentleman who said gloves aren't supposed to behave a certain way. You can't.
0: No, you can't. And look, it's not even just about boxing and the uh, YTBC or the LDBC. Uh, we're gonna get in now to essentially what's going on in the mainstream media, Joe, in the country that we live in which is the United States of America. We're both, you know, residents of the northeast part of this country, which, for those of you who don't know, maybe you're in other parts of the world, is the uh, central liberal epicenter um, of the country. I'd say this and probably the West Coast. And, you know, there are narratives. You know, you walk around town, you hear people talking. Case in point, this uh, Cal Rittenhouse trial. Uh, Joe, we said we would talk about it. We might as well do it right here. I really didn't know what was going on in this trial. Um, Other than, you know, I legitimately believe that this was some white raging racist supremacist um, who shot up a bunch of black people and uh, crossed state lines to do it. Um, Until literally the week of the trial, until I saw a video I, that's literally what I thought because I wasn't I don't really watch the mainstream news. So when it comes to stories like this, unless I'm really paying attention, all I'm hearing about it is what I hear, you know, people talking around around me, whether it's at work, you know, whether it's you know, in my building or you know, in my neighborhood or you know what what I hear my wife are talking about with other people, whatever the case may be. Um, But I just want to play something here, Joe, and I want to get your uh, opinion of it. Uh, here we go.
2: area for his job as a lifeguard. August 24th, Rittenhouse went up to the Kenosha area for his job as a lifeguard. Rittenhouse crossed state lines into a community that was not his.
3: My grandmother, my aunt, My uncle and cousins all live in the city of
2: Kenosha. You know, you've got this young white kid defending the community um, that he's not even from. What's your father's name? Michael Rittenhouse. He
3: lived in Kenosha. Good evening from New York. I'm Chris Hayes. Kyle Rittenhouse was just 17 years old he drove across state lines to Kenosha, Wisconsin. The teenager drove from
4: his home in Illinois. Approximately one mile to Wisconsin. Across state lines, driving across state borders. He's driving across state lines. Across
3: the state line. Across state
4: lines. Across state lines. Across state lines. lines. If you look at the Rittenhouse case, he crossed state lines. Drives
1: up to, to, to events. Across state lines. Came across state
5: lines. Kyle Rittenhouse, who traveled across state lines.
1: From out of state. Out of his own state. Came across state borders.
4: Whenever you have a situation where a 17-year-old is crossing state lines, uh,
3: it's a it, white teenager. He crosses a state line, drives 30 minutes into Kenosha.
4: Remember, he came across the line. He
2: crossed state lines. Crossed state lines. Across state lines. He
4: crossed state lines. Kyle Rittenhouse, who crossed state lines, came across. Across state lines. Cross state lines. He went across state lines. cross state lines.
5: cross state lines. And cross state, state lines.
4: A 17-year-old kid from out of state. He makes all cross state lines, cross state lines, cross state lines, across state lines, cross state lines, went over state lines, drove across state lines. He drove across state, had his mother drive him across state lines from out of state.
2: Say the line, Bart.
3: The teenager traveled across state lines. Carl Rittenhouse traveled from his home in Illinois across the state line to Wisconsin. Drove to a different state, drives up to the state again drove across state lines,
2: the state that he does not live in. He traveled there from out of state. He crossed state lines, meaning he traveled across state lines. A 17 year old who crossed state lines. Now again, he drove from Illinois to Wisconsin, the 17 year old from out of state who shows up to Kenosha, Wisconsin. He drove from Illinois to Kenosha, Wisconsin. Kyle Rittenhouse, who again traveled across state lines in a state that he doesn't even live in. He crossed state lines. He drove across state lines. We know that Kyle Rittenhouse traveled across state lines uh, to go to Kenosha, and he murdered two protesters. I'll I'll leave it right there,
0: Joe, but uh, apparently, I mean, he lived a mile from the state line. He worked in the state where the shooting took place. Uh, But for whatever reason, the mainstream media decided to drive home this idea that this 17-year-old cross state lines i mean what, what's your reaction seeing seeing that
1: they basically wanted to go with the narrative that they created like they always do they didn't do the research uh you know at first they said he shot three black people which was which was totally false then they said he crossed state lines which was totally false then they said that know he, he had. He, he, there was no reason for him to be there. You know, well, he, he, did,
0: had, he did. He did cross state lines, but I mean, it was a mile away, and he worked in the exactly. state that, that where he went. But yes,
1: yeah. So when they said he crossed state lines, they made it sound like he drove like uh, you know eighty miles to get there, and he had no family there. In other words, they they tried to give off the impression that he had no business being there where he had family there. So he, I'm sure he's been there frequently. Right. So he had, he had every right to be there. Um, I don't think he should have been there for the, for the reason he was there, but just for them to say that he can't go to Kenosha, like he doesn't belong in Kenosha. I mean, you know, like, what's he doing there? He has, he has people there that he knows, you know? So, you know, I, I I can't make heads or tails of why he decided to go there that night and why he decided to be part of all that, right? I, I can't, but he went there just like other people went there. I can't make heads or tails and try to make sense of why those other people were there rioting and, and, and damaging things, right? I'm not saying two wrongs make a right, but, you know, it's my understanding that he went there to help, right? Right? But is it his job to go there and bring a gun and, and, you know, be the law and order there? No. But from what I understand, he went there to try to help put out fighter fires, to try to help people who were getting hurt. And he had a gun there to protect himself. Why did he bring a gun with them? Because other people had guns there. So if, if other people have guns there, then he's going to bring a gun to protect himself. It wasn't his gun. Uh, he didn't bring it there himself. I, I, I was told that it was in... Someone had it, and you know, brought it there. It was in it was in their car, and they brought it there for him. From what I was, from what I understand, if, if I'm not mistaken, so they act like he 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 brought it there himself. He he took. I guess I'm what I meant to say. What I meant to say is they said he took a gun across state lines. That's what I meant to say previously. So he didn't take the gun across state lines. The gun, well, the gun was already
0: the gun was already in the, the, the gun state was where the shooting gun was the
1: already court. there. The was, yeah. So I, I I apologize for the uh, the in, the incorrect statement earlier. They they had said the media that he took the gun across state lines, which was false. That's what I meant to say. So he didn't take the gun across state lines. The gun was already there. It wasn't his gun. You know, it was someone else's gun that they brought it there and they and they and they said and they gave it to him for protection. So it wasn't like he brought the gun there. I guess what what they made, they're making it out to be like he went there as a vigilante just to go there and and shoot people, which wasn't the case.
0: Well, uh, well, I've got some some video on that one, too. And shout out to Matt Orfula. He has a YouTube channel. That's where I got that video. That's where I'm going to. That's where I got the video that I'm about to play. Uh, as well, but I gotta give a big up to uh, a new member of the channel. I opened up the channel for memberships today, uh, Mister Tony Boswell, my first. All right, my first, my first, my first uh, member. Gotta give it a big up to him. Uh, thank you so much. You know these memberships are gonna help me a lot. You know I'm I'm gonna start going to these fights. Uh, I wanna bring content to everybody. I'm actually gonna fly out to Vegas Friday to cover the Devin Haney Jojo Diaz fight. I put all of my super chats back into the channel, back into the content, um, into uh investments, into things like covering the fight. So I appreciate you, Mr. Tony Boswell. Thank you so much for being my first uh member. And I'm gonna also throw in some perks for people too, some some, some um incentives as well for being. A member of the channel. So, look, uh, that was that was one thing. Uh, another thing was this whole thing about was it murder or self defense? And again, my interest in this is that depending on what you were watching and what you were consuming, you saw a certain narrative. And you know, there were people who watched Fox News coverage of this who had a one very, I would definitely say, pro-defendant perspective on these things. And then those who consume CNN and MSNBC had a very uh, pro-prosecution interpretation of these things, and um, I think a lot of it was absent of some basic facts. But let's let's have a watch um, if we can. Uh, Or is what did what I think actually happen actually happen to this? That's crazy, Joe okay it's fine they just said that it Kyle. Says, uh, they actually gave me a warning that it was i thought they took it down it just gave me a warning that it's
2: inappropriate okay fine it's inappropriate here we go rittenhouse shot three people killing two and has been charged with murder but he claims he acted in self-defense it's the most controversial and polarizing case in america today So, instead of getting caught up in the partisan hackery surrounding this case, I want to present you with the facts and let you, the jury, come to your own conclusion. Hi, I'm Matt Orfila, and these are the facts on the Kyle Rittenhouse case. Rittenhouse purchased an AR-15 rifle through his older friend, Dominique Black. Black is now facing charges for providing the gun to Rittenhouse, who was only 17 at the time. The gun was kept by Black's stepfather at Black's stepfather's house in a safe. Rittenhouse practiced target shooting with the adult supervision of Black's stepfather, which is legal. The plan was to transfer ownership to Rittenhouse when he turned 18. On August 24th, after finishing his lifeguard shift at a pool in Kenosha, Wisconsin, Rittenhouse and Black spent the evening at Black's stepfather's house. There, they watched live streams of groups protesting the police shooting of Jacob Blake. At night, the groups had turned violent, vandalizing and burning local businesses. In response to the unrest, Black's stepfather says he took the guns out of his gun safe for personal protection. The next day, at 10 a.m., Rittenhouse, his sister, and Black set out to help clean up local businesses. Rittenhouse can be seen here removing graffiti from a local high school. That same morning, Joseph Rosenbaum, who would later become the first man shot by Rittenhouse, was released from a mental hospital. He had recently overdosed on pills in an apparent suicide attempt after he physically assaulted his fiance. Dude, you went off. keep bleeding everywhere and bruises on her. After being released, Rosenbaum visited his fiance, but she would not let him spend the night. She said she feared he'd be arrested for violating a court order to stay away from her. She also says that she warned Rosenbaum to not go downtown and does not know why he did.
6: As far as that night, I have absolutely no idea why he was downtown. None, none whatsoever.
2: Later that night, Rosenbaum is seen pushing a flaming dumpster towards a gas station. When others put out the dumpster fire, Rosenbaum tries to start a fight over it and begins yelling at armed citizens.
1: Again, Joe, just real quick.
0: Again, I thought that this dude had killed black people, honestly. That's literally what I thought, based on that, what people around me were saying.
1: That's because uh, that's this, that's what you were told.
0: Yeah, this this is the first guy uh who who was shot.
2: No, come on, it's not worth it. Hey, hey, stop, hey, 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 somebody control it. You're going so so to get no, I mean, me! I won't know by the fucking everything you got. Shoot me, nigga. Shoot me, nigga. First on me, nigga, for real. That night, Rittenhouse and Black, were armed with rifles protecting Car Source, a business that had been vandalized the night before. For this, Rittenhouse is currently charged with possessing a dangerous weapon under the age of 18. That night. Do you agree with that charge, Joe?
1: Uh, Possessing a weapon under the age of 18? I mean, he did that, right? He did do that, but they threw it out.
2: Rittenhouse also carried a med pack offering care to injured protesters.
1: There's a, there's a medic right here, baby.
3: you She got shot in the car. right, we're
2: going to go over here. I am an EMT. If you are injured, come to me. Later, Rittenhouse is seen with a fire extinguisher running towards another car source lot where protesters are breaking into cars and setting fires.
4: We've seen at least four people with handguns running around here. Three or four subjects trying to, like,
2: cars on fire. It is in this lot that Rittenhouse has his fatal encounter with Rosenbaum. But it was another man, Joshua Zeminski, who had been protesting with Rosenbaum that would fire the first shot. A camera filming cars getting smashed pans. And we see the 6'5 Joshua Zaminsky step towards Rittenhouse. Zeminski's girlfriend motions towards Rittenhouse with her arm. Rosenbaum, now with his shirt off and wrapped around his face as a mask, lunges towards Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse runs away. Rosenbaum chases Rittenhouse. Rosenbaum throws a bag with his items from the mental hospital at Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse turns around then turns back around and keeps running away. As Rosenbaum continues to chase Rittenhouse, Zaminsky lifts his gun into the air and fires.
1: Ooh, they shoot. You!
2: The muzzle flash from Zaminsky's gunshot can be seen from this angle. Rosenbaum keeps pursuing Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse runs into a bunch of parked cars turns around and fires four shots at Rosenbaum. Someone else fires three shots. Rosenbaum was taken to the local hospital and pronounced dead that night. Unfortunately, the bloodshed continued. But before we move on...
0: All right, so let's just stop it right there. Uh, Joe, what are your thoughts on on seeing that? Because that is not what was portrayed to me at least and what i was even consuming when i did turn on the news
1: well it looks like that guy rosenbaum was was going to going to inflict deadly force and serious harm to rittenhouse in that in that situation he was chasing him he threw a bag at him uh he was crazed so I mean, the kid ran away from him. Tried to get away. He was trying to avoid the confrontation, but the confrontation was unavoidable. It seemed. So uh, the kid defended himself. Simple and plain. That was a clear, clear cut case of uh, self defense, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, and yeah, Marlon, this is what people were 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 all up 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 in a fuss about. I mean, this kid was was acquitted, and there was like literally protests all over the country about about his acquittal. Um, so let's proceed
2: onto the next shootings. Let's review each camera angle available. While viewing, I ask you, the jury, to consider whether this is murder or self-defense. According to Wisconsin state law, a person may employ deadly force against another if the person reasonably believes that force is necessary to protect oneself from imminent death or great bodily harm. So the question is, wasn't reasonable for Kyle Rittenhouse to believe that he faced imminent death or great bodily harm. Here are all the camera angles. Oh damn. Whooping. damn. He
1: got a gun, got a gun! got
2: you! Go you, go <laughs> you. Bad,
4: hey!
5: so the orders the orders you hear about yelling no cameras them is white boys yeah, that's antifa man
2: oh, we got a gun baby
1: oh they shoot oh he shot him
2: shooting Rosenbaum, Rittenhouse circles back and looks at Rosenbaum's body. Then Rittenhouse makes a phone call to his friend, Black. Rittenhouse frantically talks on the phone as he runs away. Oh, to to this
1: dude run and did it. Take screenshots. That dude shot him.
3: That nigga just, he just shot that dude. Crating him, that boy. He just shot a man. Get that motherfucker. Get him there.
2: As Rittenhouse runs from an angry crowd, Gage Grosskreutz runs up to Rittenhouse and asks him what he's doing.
4: Hey, what are you doing? You shot somebody?
3: I
5: Who shot?
4: Who shot?
3: Stop him! Hey,
2: stop him! Stop him! Stop him! One individual hits Rittenhouse in the head. Rittenhouse keeps running, but eventually falls. An unidentified man tries to jump kick Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse fires a shot. Anthony Huber hits Rittenhouse with the skateboard and grabs the rifle. Rittenhouse fires a shot, killing Huber. Gage Grosskreutz pauses and puts his hands up. Rittenhouse holds fire. Grosskreutz lunges towards him with the gun in his right hand. Rittenhouse shoots Grosskreutz in his right arm. Here it is one more time at normal speed. After Rittenhouse shoots Grosskreutz, the crowd stops pursuing Rittenhouse, and Rittenhouse gets up. Then an unknown individual or individuals fire eight shots. Rittenhouse runs towards the police. Rittenhouse appears to surrender with his hands up. Hey, right here, just the police drive past Rittenhouse. Later, Rittenhouse gets a ride home from Black, and Rittenhouse's mother drives him to the local police station where Rittenhouse turns himself in.
0: <laughs> All right, and then after that, it's just scenes of him crying. And I mean, it's very difficult to watch, I'm not going to lie. You're seeing the guy shooting at people, running away and stuff. But, Joe, immediate reaction to that, was that a crazed... White supremacist lunatic on a no. shoot free. But no. I'm, I'm gonna be keep it real. That that's what I thought. And it wasn't until I looked into this shit after hearing so many people crying about the verdict and you know, saying about how bad it is that this guy got off, that I actually decided, you know what, let me just look into this and see what's going on. And um, you know, I came across this video and I watched it and What's your reaction seeing that?
1: I've seen several videos very similar to that. And I have to tell you this imagine if there was no video. That kid's going to jail if there was no video. The video saved his life, right? And the media had access to these videos because it was out there. These people were were not mainstream media people, these guys were part of. you know, independent media, guys who are up on YouTube, those types of people, right? And they do their own type of uh shows on here here on YouTube, their own type of podcasts here on YouTube. And they were the ones that were actually telling the truth about this whole thing. But the but the mainstream media that the that the country depends on, they were the ones that were lying even with this video accessible to the public so that that's beyond that's beyond words can't describe what what that what that what that is to be perfectly honest with you if they can you know can see all of the the, the truth and they still lie on top of that then I don't know what to say that's that's beyond gotta, the I, I, that's I beyond say, nefarious that's beyond nefarious that's nefarious
0: i gotta say something about this as a black dude too as a black man living in this country you know black people especially black men that face all kind of injustices in this country wrongful convictions police brutality um death by cop but in the wrong not in that sense of the word but getting killed by police unarmed you know think about mamadou diallo right here in new york city But convicting this 17-year-old kid to alleviate hundreds of years of racial injustice ain't the solution. Giving him a life sentence or whatever maximum penalty they could have given him is not the solution to the problems of this country's criminal justice system, especially how it treats black men and other people. Um, Because I, I came across a lot of angers, like people wanted him to be treated the same way so many of us have been treated uh, by this society. But that's just that's just not the way to go about it. And look, this isn't a debate on whether or not people should be able to brandish weapons or, you know, ha- be able to carry weapons or be able to use weapons to defend themselves. That wasn't on what was on trial. What was on trial was him committing a premeditated act of murder. And I'm sorry, that's not what I saw when I saw what I my eyes just saw on camera. But it's what the media wanted us to believe. Now, before we get to the next thing I want to talk about, Joe, another big story um, by the mainstream media, I think. Uh, again, if you're consuming it, you may not really, you know, be able to digest all of the facts the way they should be. But I want to get to a second member Mr. D-Style Boxing himself, El Capitan, is also signed up for a Maestro uh, Boxing membership. I appreciate it. Again, these memberships go a long way in supporting the content, in allowing me to do things that I want to be able to do, like what I'm doing this weekend, and that's going to see Devin Haney and Jojo Diaz and covering the fight for my subscribers the way I covered... Teofimo Lopez, George Gambosis. I don't know if you saw the video I took, Joe, but I didn't see anybody else posting it of Teofimo before the fight, not being with his son and dancing in the ring to DJ music. That is the kind of thing that I plan to continue to bring my valued subs. Big super chat from my brother or sister, but I'm guessing it's my brother, Omega Cam. You know, we're not supposed to, you know, Gender identify in this day and age, Joe. I just did it. My fault. My fault. Okay, real spit. I was ignorant to this whole story until now. This is ridiculous. That's what it's all about. We're, we're countering these narratives, man. All right. We're countering them. This is sucker punch. This is what Joe Habib and myself do. And another member, Mr. Joe Habib, thank you so much. Don't need to repeat the spiel your membership is gotta
1: keep, we gotta keep the lights on over here brother we gotta keep the One,
0: lights on 100% so look I want to go to a, to another story that kind of piqued my interest and again it's not the most important story I understand that but it's a story that essentially shows you um, what, what I think is the way that the mainstream media will manipulate facts to prove a point or to further an agenda Joe let's have a
6: watch More breaking news this evening. Joe Rogan, an extremely popular podcaster, announced on social media today that he has COVID. Rogan has said young, healthy people don't need to get vaccinated. In his statement on social media, Rogan said he has taken several therapeutics to recover.
4: Turns out I got COVID. So we immediately threw the kitchen sink at it. All kinds of meds, monoclonal antibodies, uh, ivermectin, z pack prednisone, everything.
6: One of those drugs he mentioned, ivermectin, is something more often used to deworm horses. CDC says there's no evidence it works on COVID. Its increased usage has only led to a substantial increase in overdoses after a push by some on the far right, seeding vaccine misinformation. Perspective now from our chief media correspondent and anchor of CNN's Reliable Sources, Brian Stelter, and Dr. Lena Wen, a CNN medical analyst and former Baltimore health commissioner. Um, Brian, uh, this is obviously someone who has said on his podcast that that you know healthy young people probably don't need to get uh, vaccinations what what's he saying about his condition I love it, how serious these motherfuckers take themselves
1: Did, did you see <laughs> did you see what they did to the video how they doctored the video oh, of Joe Rogan oh, We're working gonna, at we're going we're gonna to get we're going to get They that. put like a, a a a haze over it to make him look we're, sick We're
0: we're going to get we're going to get to that right now um And uh, as a matter of fact, let me pull that up, now that you mention it. And this is from The Hill, uh, who covered the story. Uh, Let's have a listen.
2: Why has network continued to push the narrative that Rogan took horse dewormer to treat COVID-19, eventually even getting the doctor to admit CNN was out of line? Let's go ahead and watch some of the conversation.
4: Why would they lie? and say that's horsey dewormer. I can afford people medicine, motherfucker. <laughs> this is ridiculous. It's just a lie. I don't think anyone is... But don't you think that a lie like that is dangerous on a news network when you know that they know they're lying? You know that they know that I took medicine. Like, here it is.
5: This is ivermectin. You got it, it. With it's right you. here.
4: Somebody gave it to me
5: all right hang on i, I do, do you, the, the thing is we're, we're, we're like going so fast like i feel like oh i'm, just, I'm just, you think I want that to, that's a problem that your news network was not,
4: lies well i don't i don't dude they, what did they say they lied what and they said say? i was taking horse dewormer first of all it was prescribed to me by a doctor yeah yeah, yeah. along they with shouldn't have said it was bunch worse. of if, other if medications was, if you
5: got a human pill because there were people that were taking it the veterinary medication and i you're not obviously you got it from a doctor so that it shouldn't be called that ivermectin can be a very effective medication for parasitic disease and as you say it's probably you know i think what a quarter billion people have taken it around the world i get that way more so way more billions
0: of people have taken
5: it can can i just come back to the one i want to talk about i
0: I think it's actually three billion prescriptions joe just to keep the accurate uh, facts going you no, two, no, 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 Two no, no, things no. on you the have ledger. To,
4: you have, before we get to that, does it bother you that the news network you work for out and out lied, well, just outright lied
5: about me taking horse dewormer? They, they they, shouldn't have said that. Why did they do that? I don't know. You didn't ask? I you didn't, didn't think there was your, you're the medical guy over there. I didn't ask. I should have asked before but they did it with such glee. No, yes, show. I watched.
2: Yeah, they did kind of do it with such glee. And also, it wasn't just CNN, just to be clear. There were many other news outlets that also.
0: So I don't know if I have the uh, the footage of where he was talking about how they altered his face. But essentially, they altered his face, Joe. Uh, they essentially manipulated it so that they made him look gray and sick, you know. Uh, it, it, I mean, they they lied about the guy and about what <laughs> what he was saying he was doing and essentially spread a rumor about him that he was taking veterinary medicine. Joe, what were your thoughts when you first heard this story? Because my thoughts was, if they can do this to literally the biggest podcaster in the world, who won't they lie about?
1: Well, This was basically an attempt to discredit Joe Rogan. And why do you think they did that? Because he gets a lot more viewers than they do. There's a little bit of jealousy there. Um, there, there, There's a little bit of them uh, trying to diminish him. Right? So So... they could become bigger themselves. So they, they, they're trying to downplay Joe Rogan and discredit Joe Rogan uh, to try to get viewers from Joe Rogan to come over to the to you know to their uh platform, basically. So this is all about them being jealous of Joe Rogan. Ever since Joe Rogan has uh garnered this huge following, a lot of these mainstream media outlets who Joe Rogan is outperforming, they're very jealous and resentful of that. And you can even hear Brian Stelter Stelzer, you know, complain about how Joe Rogan gets more viewers than he does and how he's not happy about that. And, you know, trying to say that we're real media, Joe Rogan's not, this and that. So it it all stems from them losing power, them losing viewership, them not being taken serious. And people would rather listen to Joe Rogan before they listen to the mainstream media, just like a lot of these other news outlets, these independent news outlets here on YouTube. You know, you have guys like Tim Poole on here. You got guys like uh, Jimmy Dore, uh, you know, you got Kim Iverson on here. People would rather listen to them than reliable sources, Brian Stelter, who really is not that reliable because we've, you know, debunked a lot of the things he said, right? So again, a lot of these people on YouTube, they'll 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 comment on things and they'll have their opinion on things. But CNN will, will, will actually report news that is not true and put it off, uh, put it on and put it off as fact while, when it's not factual. And it's pretty sad that the, you know you have these people who don't know any better who will listen to CNN and actually believe it, right? So this whole thing about COVID and, and, and vaccine, 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 and, and no effort at all has ever really – been put into the therapeutics. Dr. Fauci has down downplayed every therapeutic that was brought up as a way to try to treat COVID. Dr. Fauci discredited it, downplayed it, and you know it's pretty obvious that that everyone was behind the vaccine because, as Jimmy Dor said, many other people have said, these um, pharmaceutical big pharma companies they fund uh, the, the mainstream media right? They fund these guys. look at the commercials on on on, on, the, on the networks of CNN and MSNBC and what have you right. So it, 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 it's a big conspiracy here, right? It, it, no one's fooling anybody. So because Joe Rogan's taken all these therapeutics and he's against the vaccine, he's not on their team. He's the enemy because he's not pro-vaccine. If you're not pro-vaccine, they shame you these people. Now I'm, I got the vaccine. You got the vaccine, but again, I'm against the mandates, uh, and, and I don't think the vaccine should be the the be-all, end-all in combating this, this 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 virus and this disease, because I I think that you know there's going to be some people who are going to have a bad reaction to the to the vaccine, and they're going to have to rely on the therapeutics. So if you're going to sit there and downplay every therapeutic, it's just like me. I'm allergic to penicillin, so I have to take other other means when 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 I when you know. When I have a condition that requires penicillin, right? I have to take the Z-Pack. I can't take penicillin. So there's going to be people. I know a guy who took the vaccine, got blood clots in his legs, and it wasn't the um, the, the Johnson and Johnson. It was it was the Moderna one. So everyone's going to have a different reaction to this vaccine. Um, and and you know, Joe Rogan's correct. You know, if, if you are young and healthy, you probably don't need to get vaccinated because your body will get the antibodies from the virus. And you'll be able to fight it off. Now I can't say that because I'm going to get lambasted and shamed, but you know, um, the the science pretty much supports that, right? Most people in that age group, that are, the, the, the young age group that have gotten COVID, have recovered from it, right? So he wasn't wrong when he said that it was an accurate statistic. So I, I you know, these guys, they're they're they're. They have an agenda, and Joe Rogan's not part of their agenda. He's actually against their agenda, and they're a little jealous because he has the freedom to say what he wants because he's an independent guy. Spotify pretty much lets him do whatever he wants within reason. That was part of the deal, and these guys have to toe the company line. So so he is the antithesis of what they are, and that's why they don't like him.
0: Well, what was interesting to me, Joe, is that they literally went to the extent of manipulating his face to make him look... Yes. Sad. and I couldn't find the video at first, but I've been looking for it while I was listening to you. It's out there. So, so eloquently explain what you were saying. But I found it. Trusty Jimmy Dore, as always. Uh, we interviewed him, friend of the show. Uh, let's have a listen.
5: They, you I watched. watched? I watched. You watched? No, I don't think there's... Yes, they did. I don't... I, no one takes... <laughs> Joe Rogan says she has COVID taking, taking livestock drug bes- despite warnings. Yeah. Jamie had to pull this up. You want to huh? play it? Is she, does she this have is complete? your news network. I'm going to watch. Let's see. I'm going to watch.
3: So he just pulled up a video with the title, Joe w- Rogan taking livestock dewormer for COVID. That's the title for their CNN video. And he's like, oh, shit. Ah uh, God damn it. Facts. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm not at CNN anymore. People are going to confront me with actual facts.
0: Rogan telling his 13 million Instagram
4: followers that he was treated with several drugs, and he included ivermectin on the list, a drug used for
0: livestock the FDA and the CDC warned against using to treat COVID.
4: Turns out I got COVID. Look, they put a so yellow filter on me, too. the kitchen sink out all kinds <laughs> did. Of meds, You see the, the original video versus uh, I look like shit there.
3: They really did do that. They put a they put a filter on Joe Rogan at CNN to make him look sick. They put a filter on him. I'll show you in the next slide. But they did that. This is the this is their news report at CNN. And I love that he's making Dr. Sanjay Gupta sit through <laughs> one of their bullshit news reports. Do you Back? know that? I think So here here's what they did. And it turns out I got COVID. Here's how So we immediately There's how Joe Rogan really looks. That's what CNN <laughs> did to him. They made it look like he was dead. That's how Joe Rogan looked. That's what CNN did. And you wonder why people get their news from YouTube? You wonder why people don't trust Dr. Sanjay Gupta, Anderson Cooper, Don Lemon, Wolf Blitzer, or Ken Clipperstein, who's one of the liars about this over at The Intercept? Do you understand why people don't trust pro censorship organizations? You understand why people have no faith in the establishment media? That's what Joe Rogan looks like.
0: There you go, Joe. I mean, they did it to Joe Rogan. I mean, it's it's crazy. Yeah, Marlon's right. They they had him looking like Toad from the X-Men. The the Dawn, Coco, you're right. I mean, the filter that they use that was crazy. But what was interesting to me too, Joe, um, as we we wrap up or get close to wrapping up here was the reaction to Joe Rogan's response by the mainstream media. Again, this is all about if you're living in that echo chamber where you only get to listen to what you want to hear and what you think is right, regardless of what's true and what's not true. And I've experienced this being a boxing YouTube guy. I say anything that, that people don't want to hear. It's, all oh, your hater. Oh, I don't want to hear you. I'm just going to scream and shout and get emotional. Uh, check it out.
3: Dr. Sanjay Gupta from CNN. He made an effort to speak directly to people who are still too thick-headed to listen to science and get the damn shot. What did he do? He sat down with one of the most outspoken and popular, unfortunately, vaccine skeptics, Joe Rogan. Watch.
5: I still think it'd be better not to get the virus. I think it'd be better to get the virus and
4: recover and have amazing immunity to it. Wouldn't it be? Well, you could get sick. You know what I think you should do? I think you should get vaccinated and then get sick. (laughs) What? This is why, Why? Why? because then you got the vaccine protects you from a bad infection and then you get COVID. So then you get the robust immunity that's imparted from having the actual disease
5: itself. So for you, Joe Rogan.
0: Yes. So to the consumers of that show, the audience of that show, like what he said was like some kind of terrible, you know, unscientific meat headed statement. When in reality, that's like hundreds of years of known science. You get a a virus, you get immunity to it. You develop a robust immune system. And and, am I crazy there, Joe?
1: I I have to jump in here.
0: Yeah, go ahead.
1: That guy was a doctor. Yes. Did you hear what he said? He said, he said you're better off to not get covid you have no fucking choice you're you're going to be exposed to covid at some point in your lifetime everybody in the world will be exposed to covid whether you have you have a reaction to it or get sick from it is not your decision it's your body's decision how you react to it there's no way of knowing how you're going to react to it and even with the vaccine you can still get covid and pass it on to others okay so to sit there and say oh well you you better not just get you rather i'd rather you not get covid it's better that you don't get covid no matter what you do you're going to be exposed to it and it's going to be the luck of the draw how you react to it. You have no, no choice. And the vaccine, there's no guarantee that you will not get sick from COVID after getting the vaccine. There's no guarantee. There's not a, there, there's no data that, that can guarantee that. Because some people have gotten vaccinated and they've still gotten COVID. And, and some people have gotten vaccinated and they still got sick from COVID. So he he's a doctor and he's saying, "Well, I'd rather you not get COVID. You have no fucking choice, doctor." How could he be a doctor and say that?
0: <laughs> because he's a he's a doctor who's paid by corporate America to spin their web of lies. I mean, the science it's,
1: it's, says that at some what, what point. What does that
0: matter, Joe? Science. I mean, the science more
1: says more at more some more point in your life people. you they will be exposed people. to COVID. You will come across COVID. It's in the ear. You cannot take COVID out of the ear. There's no, and unless, you go awesome. to, unless you go to the moon, you will be exposed to COVID.
0: Salute to Rue 504. The View's audience is a bunch of clucking hem progressives. They play to their audience like Fox and Friends does. All echo chambers. Yeah, they're equally bad. Let's have a listen. I would
5: say you've had it. Yes. So now get one shot of the vaccine. No.
3: Yes, let's listen to a radio talk show host instead of a scientist and a doctor. So, um, you know, clearly Dr. Gupta did not change Joe Rogan's mind. So, uh, but you know what? You think this? Do you think an interview like that, where he goes on his turf and speaks to Rogan's constituency, do you think that that would work? I don't know, Joey, but he's got 200 million listeners a month what yes, yes he does
1: he's the number one rated podcast she's like what he more people listen to him than listen. jealousy to did <laughs> you hear the jealousy in her voice could you not hear the envy no, no, no. in her voice oh it's and i'm not gonna go into much more of that
0: um but the fact that the matter is joe is that uh they don't go on to mention that they altered his face they don't go on to mention that uh they misinformed their, their audience by the way them being CNN in that uh he was taking a horse the warmer I mean, here's my point people say oh well myers who cares about Joe Rogan why is this the point is if they're gonna lie about a guy who has 200 million followers to listen to him and just outright smear him lie manipulate his 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 face his image what the hell aren't they gonna lie about
1: They have no shame. They just want—they just want you to be on their team, because they want their team to be strong, powerful, and popular. They—everybody wants control here. It's all about power. That's all it is. No one wants the truth over there. They don't want the truth. They don't want to actually help people. They just want to be powerful. They—they—they want to have control. They want to be in bed with the politicians because then they—then they get the, the special favors from the politicians, right? They give the, these 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 Hollywood people, they donate to these politicians so they can be in the politicians' good favor, right? It's All part of their narcissistic personality disorders that they all have these people.
0: It's 100% true, um, which is why people get sucked into weapons of mass destruction, which is why, you know, the bombers of a certain date, I don't want to say the date because, uh, you know, I don't want to get this video flagged but we all know what happened on a certain date here in new york city with the towers uh they all came from one country yet uh this country ended up attacking another country two other countries by the way that had no bombers from that country (laughs) participating in that attack how does this happen because people like this lie non-stop and present it as news it's about control it's that simple. So it takes place in boxing. It takes place, uh, you know, uh, about things that we just consider as like mat- matter of fact um, news stuff. Uh, but they, they, they
1: just lie nonstop. But, you know, the, the good thing about it all is I have this love-hate relationship with YouTube because I, I you know i have some issues i have with youtube youtube has its way of censoring people too but at least here on youtube you have more freedom than you do on twitter you have more freedom than you do out in the mainstream world right now you can go come on here and you have guys like jimmy Dore who have a platform you have people like kim iverson who have a platform you know you have uh people like uh you know, Joe Rogan that has a platform. You have guys like uh Tim Pool, you know, guys who guys who tell the truth, right? You have people like that on here that have their, their their uh platform and they have their their uh avenue where they can give their side of the story. And I think more people are coming on YouTube when you talk to, to people now, more so than ever, people don't even watch television anymore. They're getting their news on YouTube. YouTube they're getting their news on the internet, right So these guys are, are are very resentful for that and they're gonna continue to trash people like Joe Rogan and, uh, and other people who are not part of their clique because they want to discredit them so they can get their power and popularity back and it's not going to happen because what they did was create a bigger wedge between the public and themselves. Now people trust them even less. Now people don't don't want to watch them even more. Now people are shunning them and ostracizing them even more so. And that whole thing with the, with Joe Rogan it backfired on them. It backfired on them. Simple as that.
0: One hundred percent. It backfired all the way. Um, you know.
1: And Sanjay Gupta thought he could go on Joe Rogan's podcast and, and and try to school him, and he basically got schooled himself. He got blindsided. Did he not think Joe Rogan wasn't going to bring that up? Did he not think that Joe Rogan was going was not going to challenge him? Did he think he was he was in uh you know friendly in in a friendly atmosphere that he was that he was uh, on his home court when he went went to Joe Rogan's podcast? Did he think he was going to get softball questions over there?
0: That's how naive these people are. No, and then and then they run to do damage Our control. Our chief
3: medical correspondent, Dr. Sanjay Gupta, sat down for a three-hour one-on-one with
2: controversial podcast host Joe Rogan last
3: controversial.
1: night. Controversial.
2: Rogan remains a vaccine skeptic despite having caught COVID nineteen himself. Let's listen Ooh. to part of this.
5: So, w- would you now, with what you know now, and and uh, having had COVID, would you have, would you have? Wished that you had been vaccinated no, beforehand. But I got you almost got it. vaccinated. Yeah, but
4: I again I explained you got all that. through it, I, I, but I got through COVID. Yeah, pretty quickly. Yeah. So, yeah. so so that was my 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 thought was, I'm a healthy person. I exercise constantly. I'm always taking vitamins. I take care of myself. I felt like I was going to be okay, and that was true. It was correct. Mm. I'm happy I got through it. I don't wish it upon anyone. It wasn't fun, but it wasn't the worst cold I've ever had, and I got over it
5: fairly quickly, relatively speaking. I, I think that, uh, you know, And again, I am truly glad about that. I'm, I, I'm not all kidding aside. I, I don't. I don't think anybody wishes you. It- everyone wants you to be well and healthy. But I think the question is just in terms of the nuance of this, it's not a strategy to recommend people get infected. I'm not recommending
4: immunity. anybody get infected. So they should get vaccinated. I think a lot of people should get vaccinated. You're talking a lot should. of vulnerable
5: people. Yeah. If, if you just said vulnerable people, yeah, be a older lot of people.
4: people, fat people, I think a lot of those folks. My real concern is this urge to vaccinate children. And I don't know what kind of data we have on the long-term effects of this.
1: All right, uh, with us now, Sanjay. Sanjay, first off, I mean, I'm so glad you did this because there's so many people who can listen to the sense that you make. Tell us why you thought this was so important.
0: <laughs> to the sense that he makes wasn't
1: a good look for him.
3: It
0: wasn't a good look at all. I mean, they brought him in to do like damage control. He was on this clown's show. Then later on, he was on he was on Don Lemon's show doing more damage control. Maestro, Maestro, yeah.
1: whenever whenever someone does this with their lip. That means two things. They they're either nervous or embarrassed, and he's he's both over the, right now. Look at him, unbelievable. Because he knows he was told to told to do this.
5: Yeah, I think I think that's part of it. I mean, you know, I think uh, you know the media landscape's pretty segmented, as we as we know, and. I think there's a lot of people who listen on CNN who, who are accepting and hearing these messages and understanding the science, but I wanted to go to a place where there was clearly, he has a big audience. And as you mentioned, he's been a skeptic of the vaccines. Uh, I listened to his podcast. I thought there could be some common ground there. And, decided you know to to lean into the nuance for for three hours which by the way is a long time to talk to anybody i don't know that i've talked to anybody no breaks no distractions no phones for three hours before but i think that's how you get at some of um you know these real conversations
6: look we talk here for
0: three hours what they don't mention of course is the de-warmer stuff the fact that it manipulated his face the fact that it just told outright lies about uh the man and you know Poor Sanjay Gupta. He had to sit there for three hours, Joe. He
1: couldn't use his phone for three hours. I'm sure get they this. had, I'm sure they had a, a they, that Joe Rogan has a bathroom in the studio. And I've seen guests get up and go to the bathroom before, during. Uh, have you also visit.
0: seen, have you also seen uh, guests offered food and beverages?
1: And I've seen guy people have access to their phone. Joe Rogan doesn't tell you when you sit down with him, don't bring your phone in here, don't bring your beverages in here. Uh, you know, he's Snoop Dogg was there smoking pot. Elon Musk was in there smoking pot. Don't don't act like you were restricted from doing what you wanted to do in there, like you were in a fucking prison or some shit like that. You were being interrogated or and you and you were in a prison camp or something like that. Come on, cut the shit. Guy is such a fucking virtue signal and drama queen. I can't stand him. Unbelievable. I can't stand them.
0: Uh Alan Goth, yes. But So we're getting a little debate going back and forth between Mario Figueroa and Adam Al- Al- Alaric Goth. Uh, Alaric Goth, Democrats and Republicans, they both are fucking us. They only answer to the rich. This is true. I agree with that. Alaric Goth, his retort is yes, but Democrats and leftists are who they are going to use to usher in the new world order. Um, Democrats are not leftists, bro. I'm a leftist. Democrats are not leftists. Democrats essentially don't stand for anything on the left, not socioeconomic wise. I mean, I can't think of a single social-economic policy, economic policy of the Democrats that is, quote unquote, left. But look, we're going to leave it here. What I want everybody to do, if you can, is to jump over to Pro Talk, uh, which is my channel where I'm going to be trying, you know, pushing all of my kind of political stuff uh over that way because people are like oh my so we just want you to talk boxing on my out boxing we'll do that in a month or two all right once i get my numbers on pro talk up a little bit all right so go over there uh hit that link okay i've also put it in the chat subscribe to the channel please uh head up over there make sure obviously you check out My brother, Joe Habib, on Ringside Reporter Live. He goes live Sundays, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can also find him on the HCP Roundtable uh, along with me. I'm always there as well. It's a rotating show. We do that every Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. Joe, as always, my brother, thank you uh, for joining us. Uh, or joining me, uh, I always love having these discussions with you. I want to uh, give a big up to my brother Mario Figueroa. Thank you for saying that, bro. I'm a leftist as well, and Democrats are no leftists. No, they are not. In every other country, the, le- the Democrats would be a, a, a right wing fuck center right. They'd be a right wing party. Um, they're more right than most right wing parties. Uh, that exists across the world. I mean, just look at what they're doing in terms of foreign policy alone. Look what they're doing to Cuba and Venezuela right now. What kind of a leftist would do that? I'm going to get into that topic another time. Uh, But uh, Joe, let's send everybody over to D-Style Boxing. He's live right now for HCP. He's always on HCP. This time, it's after nine, it's Tuesday. So head on over to HCP. let D-Style know that Maestro and Joe the Beeb sent you up over there. Uh, That is it. I'm going to replay the intro as the outro. And Joe, I will see you again soon. Take care, everyone. That is it for this edition of Sucker Punch. Make sure, again, you subscribe to Pro Talk with Maestro The link is in the description. Thank you and good night.
3: Due to
0: some violent content, parental discretion is advised. I know you
1: gonna dig this.